One of the Sedgwick Museum's most historically interesting specimens is a tiny chip of rock mounted on a white card. The rock might look rather dull, but the label reveals the bare details of a unique story. It reads, highest rock, 40 foot below summit, Mount Everest, Nepal, E. Hillary. It was 11 o'clock on the morning of Sunday, May the 30th, 1953, that a Tibetan Sherpa called Tenzing Norgay and a New Zealand beekeeper and mountaineer by the name of Edmund Hillary were the very first humans to stand over 29,000 foot high on the roof of the world. After many attempts by climbers from around the world, they were the first to reach the summit of the world's highest mountain, known to Nepalis as Sagamatha, to Tibetans as Chamalangma, and to the outside world by the British colonial name of Mount Everest. Tenzing Norgay celebrated their achievement with a prayer and by burying in the ice an offering of food to the gods and Hillary added a small crucifix given him by the expedition leader John Hunt. Ten minutes later they began their perilous descent and as they reached the first rock below the summit ice cap Hillary stopped, broke off a piece of rock with his ice axe and put it in his pocket. At the time nobody knew what kind of rocks formed the dramatic and forbidding peak of Everest nor how old they were. Hillary was not a geologist, but was probably fulfilling a request from a geologist to bring back a sample, and he was famous for keeping his promises. So who was the geologist? The most likely candidate is George Band, the youngest member of the 15-man summit team. Band was only 25 years old, but already an accomplished alpine climber and still an undergraduate studying geology in Cambridge. Band had already collected a selection of rocks from the lower slopes of Everest and without a doubt would have wanted a summit specimen. Whilst we have no final proof, Band is the only person with such geological interest and the opportunity to ask Hillary to collect the first and only rock specimen from the roof of the world on that historic climb. And our catalogue shows the band donated all his Everest specimens to the museum. Perhaps we should view this otherwise undistinguished little chip of rocks as the terrestrial equivalent of the first moon dust collected in 1969.